on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> All right, we are starting. This is our weekly recording, the Snarly Sunday recording Sorry. of awesome things that we like to recognize each week and awesome things that we are grateful for each week as well. And we're all here, everybody, which is awesome. So I'm Ryan and roll call. Who else is here with us? Peter. Joshua. Alyssa. Becky. Anna. Yeah, we're all here, <laughs> all six of us. And we're gonna go over these last seven days and we are going to try something a little different. Each of us has an assignment, a day to report on and uh, comment about. So should we get going? Yes. It's been a pretty good week, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll start with last Sunday. Last Sunday was Mr. Miyagi Day, and uh, that was um, kind of a term of endearment for Mentor Appreciation Day. So first of all, what's a mentor? Somebody Peter? who teaches you. Someone who teaches you. What else? Someone you look to for guidance. Yeah, someone you look to for guidance, someone who's wise, someone who is a is master wide? of a craft. Old. Wide. Wise. They're normally old. And knows how to catch flies with chopsticks. That's right. Mr. Miyagi wow. was a mentor to Daniel in the Karate Kid. We all like Mr. Miyagi. And uh, anyway, so I'll start. That was my day to think about. And I went through lots of the different phases of my life to think about different mentors that I've had. And um, I don't know that I've had a Mr. Miyagi. And, and you don't have to to have a mentor. Um, you don't have to have a, a, a person that you know, helps you win a championship or helps you, you know, do something of great significance like that. But um, I loved thinking about these uh, people because of what they've done for me. And um, one of the things that I um, thought of was uh, the people that I work with. So I have um, a couple of uh, the owners of the company where I work, Destination Homes, have been great mentors to me for the last, gosh, since 2002, since I started working with them, uh, David and Brad. So I would consider them mentors. Prior to working with them, I had a great mentor at Weber State. Her name was Nancy Collinwood, and I really, really loved uh, working with her, mostly because she was just so happy and engaging and fun. And um, I think that she just encouraged everyone that she worked with to have a lot of those same qualities and just to enjoy what you're doing, right? Um, another one that came to mind was another teacher, um, or a teacher that I had. His name is Scott Reed. And the cool thing about Scott Reed is he just moved into our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't seen him. I had him my sophomore year of high school. Um, and he was a really, really influential seminary teacher of mine. And uh, even today, like in church today, he made a comment of uh, about something in our gospel doctrine class, 
and it totally blew my mind and um, I'm still just thinking about those things that he was talking about. Um, anyway, a really awesome example. But the one that I've saved for last, uh, a mentor that uh, I think to me has demonstrated kind of everything that I aspire to and hope for in terms of like being a dad. And he's somebody that I sang with when I sang in the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and his name is Scott Russell. Have you guys met Scott? No. I know Becky has, yes. and maybe you guys have in passing, you probably wouldn't recognize him, but you know what Scott does? <clears throat> what his job is? No. He is a funeral director. Do you know what that person does? He directs funerals. <laughs> you guys are so smart. So smart. So a funeral director, yes, they direct funerals, but they are responsible to receive dead bodies and prepare them for funerals and for burial. And if you think about that, one of the things that I did when I was delivering flowers years and years and years and years ago was I would deliver to the funeral homes. And um, those funeral homes always just kind of seemed uh, places I didn't know if I wanted to visit because there's like dead bodies and stuff, you know. But Scott was always just an amazing person, super happy. I don't know that I'd ever seen him not just like really, really happy. And... Just to see him and his wife and how um, they just cared for one another and treated one another and to see um, him with his kids, just super, super, super awesome example. And I always really liked to be near um, his seat when I was sitting in choir and uh, a number of conversations that we've had over the years. So anyway, that's my list of mentors. and that was a cool day. What are you laughing about? I just wish people could see this because we have Anna. She, I don't think she's stopped moving the whole time we've been <laughs> no. here. She's, buzzing, she's doing her hair and Alyssa's doing, I don't know. Like a dance. We're, we're trying something new. We're standing <laughs> around a table rather than it's sitting. It's funny. And the kids can't sit still. <laughs> Joshua can't even stand up. <laughs> we've told everyone not to make any noise because we want these recordings Which to I be. I think everyone's doing awesome. Yeah, we're doing awesome. But Alyssa's doing you. a little jig. <laughs> so it's just funny. I'm laughing. It's funny. All right. Well, we're not going to let that deter us from moving along. So, um, Anna, <laughs> Monday the 10th of June was World Cup Day. Right now, what's going on? The Women's World Cup. The Women's World Cup. Um, what did you think about on World Cup Day, or what did you um, um, well, just tell us about, about it. it? On World Cup Day, I watched a soccer game. I don't know if it was like from the World Cup, but it might have been. I don't really know, but it was against Canada. And this place in Africa called Cameroon, I think. Yeah, Cameroon, yeah, it was Cameroon. And I'm sorry for like Canada and Cameroon, but they were not as good as the U.S. <laughs> they were. Well, they, didn't the U.S.A. Who did the U.S.A. play? The U.S.A. played play Thailand, Thailand, and they, they beat won. them 13, thirteen to zero. zero. Crazy. It doesn't just have women's team. No, right? like thirteen yeah. is okay. that's so a lot of goals. You can't like even that's thirteen. You can't That's just score that many. Yeah. And I watched the highlights, and normally highlights are like sometimes they have fouls on there, and sometimes they have just like good plays. It was just them scoring goals yeah. the whole All time. All the time, huh? Yeah. Like one gal had five. Yeah. Like for some That's people's careers, that could be like plenty, right? But wasn't that Alex Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Well, did you happen to think of anything you were really grateful for on World Cup Day? I was just happy that it was World Cup Day. Okay. <laughs> Appreciation I like that. there. I like soccer. that. Yeah. So here's here's one Anna interesting thing. I'm really grateful for your soccer coach, by the way. 
because so he has everybody. been so good to you girls. Um, he was even texting me today about <laughs> new additions to your uniform, and um, he's always thinking about you guys, always, always. Mm-hmm. Here's when I was watching the same highlights you were. I was mm-hmm. thinking about um, obstacles, and when you have a penalty kick that's not a direct kick, what does the defending team do? They like build a wall. They build like a human wall, right? Mm-hmm. And so it becomes really hard for the kicker to kick a goal because he's got this massive obstacle, but. Mm-hmm. If you are really, really um, practiced and really good with a soccer ball, you can kick a ball over this wall and have it bend and curve into the goal. Mm-hmm. I can't even throw something like that. You can what? I can't throw something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. To do it, it takes a ton of practice, right? And I just, I was thinking of World Cup Day and I was thinking of just the obstacles that we have. And sometimes we just get into this this idea of like we have to just pound through the obstacle and that's the only option and sometimes that can work but there also we can get creative and there are are ways to even kick a soccer ball in a way that it bends around a defending wall and uh, and goes into the goal I love that we have that option in our life and uh, just makes me really grateful so yeah anyway anything else Nope. Nothing else. Okay. Tuesday, the 11th, was Vanilla Ice Cream Day. Now, we already did um, ice cream as a day, right? Right. And I want to clarify that this is a a different day for a particular reason. So, ice cream, we celebrated it. We talked about ice cream with um, grandparents, and it was fun. But vanilla ice cream is special because why? It can go with literally any dessert and still taste good. We decided that there is no dessert that can possibly like not go well with vanilla ice cream, right? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, candy, but candy is not a dessert. Candy wasn't a dessert. We, we're dessert. talking about like cakes, baked goods, all those things, right? So I was thinking about vanilla ice cream, and sometimes we describe things um, as vanilla if they're kind of boring. Um, I've used that descriptor descriptor before. But in this sense, I think vanilla is pretty awesome because I think like families or I think businesses, companies, like we need people that are vanilla ice cream because they get along with so many different types of personalities and it brings people together. It's, it's almost like a glue, right? So that was the thing that I really loved about vanilla ice cream. I'm not a go-to vanilla ice cream person, but you can't argue with the flavor of vanilla. It's so good. Right. It's so smooth. We love it. So that's all I have to say about that. Our next uh, our next day is Learn a New Sport Day. Awesome. And Alyssa is going to tell us about what she experienced that day. Okay, so I wasn't home on Wednesday. I went to youth conference, which is just a getaway for the youth of our church. And we played um, this game called Nine Square, which is basically a mix between volleyball and four square. And so it's like this big tic-tac-toe board set up on like eight foot stilts. It's really tall. And you like hit a volleyball over the um, poles and you get people out in the same way that you do for four square, except for there's nine squares. And it was really, really, really fun. And it got really intense, but it was really, really fun. Cool, so you learn a brand new sport Remind me the name again, Nine Square? That's what I've been calling it. I'm pretty sure that's what I'm calling it. And how how does one win the game? Or is it like a team or is it Um, an individual? So it's individual 
and the, how you win is you get into the king square, kind of like volleyball. Mm -hmm. I mean, not volleyball, yeah. four square. It's the very center square, and you have to get 11 outs. So, so there has to be 11 people that get out while you are still king. Oh, okay. And then you win, and then everybody has to start over with their points. So okay. fun. I got zero the whole game. <laughs> we played for two days. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But was everyone like learning at the same time, or were uh -huh. there some kids that already knew it really well? Um, there were a few people, like a few of the young men, already knew how to play it. They, they're the ones that brought it in the truck. Oh, okay. But it was really. But good. for the most part, everyone was kind of yeah. a beginner. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Um, the reason why this is a thing on our calendar, and one of the things that I thought of was the summer that I went to learn tennis, and it was a great, like wisdom beyond my years right I was a, I was going into my junior year of high school and we just decided um, a, my friend Doug and I we decided we did not want to have a boring summer we would rather just like hang out outside all day and learn a sport rather than like sit and watch TV and so we picked up some tennis rackets these were like old wooden tennis rackets that we had laying around and we just decided let's do this and all summer every day we would go play and it was so fun, so, so fun. Like, I still have, not just the memories, but like, now I have a game that I, like a whole new game that I can just continue to play all my life. So anyway, that was really, really great. And the other thing that I think that sports give us, um, don't we learn so much from sports analogies? Yeah. <laughs> How many times did mom and dad talk about running analogies when we started running? I feel like we were like coming up a with lot. fun every day. <laughs> a lot. So, running is like anyways, this train before Running is like this. You have to train or, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, kind of funny. So that was the 12th of June, Learn a New Sport Day. And for the 13th, Thursday, it was Frozen Yogurt Day. Joshua, can you tell us about that day? Um, that day, we just had dinner and then went to Menchie's. And Menchie's is a place where you can choose your kind of frozen yogurt and put a bunch of toppings on it and then you just eat. You just it. eat any, any. And what did you have choose? sugar-free options. Um, yeah, um, I chose, I'm pretty sure it was cake batter and vanilla something. Like a mix? Yeah, a mix. I'm a mix. And then I put like Reese's on pieces, like pieces. Pieces of <laughs> um, pieces, Reese's? Yeah. <laughs> um, then I had gummy bears on it. Um, and? <laughs> um, and then um, I also had some cherry bombs on it. Oh, you've been looking forward to those. Yeah. So you chose all the toppings? Awesome. Do you, do you like frozen yogurt better than ice cream, or ice cream better than frozen yogurt? Ice cream. Menchie's is better than that. Like, it's down to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Peter? I still like Menchie's, though. What do we really love, love about Menchie's? They have spoons that you can put in yes. the dishwasher. And you can keep we keep that their we spoons. Keep that are so cool with the little troll on the top of the Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how the little... It's not just frozen yogurt, frozen yogurt, whatever, but the little detail of bringing a spoon home is what sticks out when we go to Menchie's. Mm -hmm. It's funny. Okay, well, very good. That was frozen yogurt day. On the 14th, we had... We celebrated Flag Day, which Flag Day is a regular holiday on... Uh, um, you know, a lot of calendars. It's not weird. Um, but for this flag day, it wasn't just about putting the U.S. flag in front of our house and calling it good. I wanted to really, really dive into flags and the design of flags and learn about flags. And Peter 
is going to tell us all about what we did that day. And what happened is we watched talk. We watched a TED talk, and um, it was by this guy called Roman Mars. And um, what happened is it told us the five um, steps of making a flag. And I can't remember all of them, but the first sure one she remember. was um, keep it simple. The And then I think it was the fourth one was um, don't put any seals or letters on it. Um, another one was use the basic, actually I think this was one, use the basic um, colors. Just like two to three basic colors. Yeah, two yeah. to three basic colors. And um, there was this one that I can't remember very well, but it was fun, and we all made our own flags for something. Okay. Do you remember the name of a person that studies the design of flags? I can't say it very well. It's vexillologist or something. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vexillologist. Vexillologist. Yeah. I did it. There's just the extra lil, right? Vexillologist. A vexillologist studies the design of flags. So can you describe the flag that you designed for yourself? Um, My flag was two blue vertical stripes it was like three stripes and the two on the sides were blue the one in the middle was yellow and then there was a light bulb and the wires inside one of them there were two p's except one of them was backwards for the wires so oh, they, cool. they represented peter. peter what else did you had some other symbolism the yellow that. standed for stood mm-hmm. yes stood for happiness the two the blue standed for um <laughs> kindness Stood. Hey, can't do grammar right now. Um, <laughs> and because there were two blue, the two blue rep- represented cleanliness, and then the light bulb standed standed for stood. stood. Oh my gosh. Standard's a word right now. It's fine. No big deal. Stood for creativity. Awesome. That's so cool. And I remember when you showed me, like, you didn't just show me a flag and said, hey, Dad, check this out. But you're like, this is why I did it, and this is how it um, how it works with the rules that I just learned. See, I didn't do that. I just threw a bunch of things on a paper. As well, yours I. was cool. Yours had like a soccer ball in the middle of it. And it was, it was cool. a comment. This this is the thing that stood out. Is I we did this in the morning. I walked out just like I normally do, um, getting ready for work, and I was about to eat my breakfast. But rather than have you guys continue watching the video you were watching. I said, hey, I want you to watch this TED Talk. And it was the talk that Peter mentioned by Roman Mars, right? He did a live podcast Mm -hmm. as his TED Talk. One of my favorite TED Talks. And um, Anna, you said something like, this is so boring. Like, why would we learn about flags? Did I say that? You said something that was like, whatever, right? But the the TED Talk was maybe 15 minutes long. And I could tell like midway through... You guys were pretty wrapped. He was talking about the flag of San Francisco and just how bad it was. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why was it bad? Because the the birds on there. You it had like some San tiny, Francisco. tiny uh, Greek <laughs> words on there. It had San Francisco Wait, on there. Wait, what about the last one that he showed? Hang on, I'll get to, I'll get to that one. He he showed a bunch of examples of effective flags. Usually, the the flags of uh, countries are the ones that do it the very best, right? Japan and then he showed examples of flags for different cities around the United States. 
They were hilarious. all terrible. Hilarious. <laughs> he showed us was it Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee is just a big so mess of nothing. They had a flag, a flag on within the flag. the flag design, right? That was really funny. It was ugly. And uh, anyway, he was Sorry, a really, Milwaukee. really engaging speaker. And then the very, very end, he showed us the winner of the ugliest city flag in the United States. And what was it? Pocatello, Pocatello Idaho. Pocatello, Idaho. And, and it, it said it on the flag. It says in big words. Trademark. It's a copyright. <laughs> it says in big words, proud to be Pocatello. And then they oh, trademarked man. it and copyrighted it. it on so the flag. Bad. It was really bad. But by the time <laughs> we got to that point, so we really, really liked the idea of effective flag can, design. Can we all tell her what our flags look like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Quickly um, tell so her your flag. So mine was just blue. Uh, no, um, no, yellow on the lines that are horizontal um, on both, on the bottom and the top, and then turquoise in the middle. And then I, I had um, a panda in the middle and a JS by the panda. Okay, panda and JS for... Just, just super. Just super. Josh was just super. 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 <laughs> awesome. Okay, Alyssa, what was yours looking like? Uh, it failed on most of the rules, so. But you're like, but Alyssa was like, I don't care about rules. You don't want to share? No. Nope. Okay, do you want to share yours, Anna? But she no. was adding music okay. to it. There we go. All right. So uh, last day of the week, the fifteenth of June, was Soda Cracker Pie Day, and Mom, what can you tell us about Soda Cracker Pie? Oh well. We luckily had soda cracker pie the Sunday before, um, just because we were celebrating Father's Day with the Snars. And soda cracker pie is kind of a cool thing to me because I didn't grow up eating soda cracker pie. I never heard of it. And then I got married to Ryan, and they do, do soda cracker pie on Father's Day. That is just the tradition. And, um, and it's really, really good. Like, it's really good. And it's super simple. It's just egg whites, um, nuts. We add coconut because that's Ryan's signature ingredient yeah we'll get to that and the pecans and we baking pecans, soda and soda, soda, crackers. And soda crackers so it's super easy but it's really just really what does good. it look like if someone's like soda cracker pie i've never seen that well, it, how would you well, describe it, it i would describe it as like a pecan pie but no it doesn't look like a pecan pie no it's, it's like kind it's of like, like a chewed up it's a rectangle <laughs> chewed up well no if you're pie. just looking at a, it doesn't let's say it doesn't have whipped cream on it you're just looking at a soda cracker pie it to looks me, kind of disgusting it looks like a, a really dollop of concrete it <laughs> it's just like blah, concrete yeah. boom. Like it doesn't look like <laughs> anything yeah really that's one of the cool things about soda cracker pie is it's like the idea of don't judge a book by its cover you look at it and it's like how could that be great and then, then you, you start tasting cream on it, it yeah and it's, it's really it's good it's so really so good, good. So, so this year um we this did already enjoy this year, we already enjoyed Well, it's my turn. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. We did already enjoy it. And um, Cosette was nice enough to try to... Mother-in-law to try to give us a sugar-free version. It tasted and like weird cookies. I really enjoyed <laughs> it. I liked it. it. The same. We did learn that it's, it's not quite as good, of course, as with all things. Not quite as good it was without the sugar. Eat, it tasted really good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I it was good. It and I and I think we just love the idea that we could still enjoy soda cracker pie and stick to our goal. So that was that was good. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Anything else about that? That's all I need to add. That's you all can, you wanted you can say okay. what you I need wanted to say. To add. Well, I was wondering how it came to be. Right. How soda cracker pie came to be. And um, not official, but it seems like through a little bit of research on the web, soda cracker pie seemed to kind of um, originate or become popular. Um, in the early 1900s and kind of this idea of 
you know, people just gathering what they had in their home and making something out of it. Which, like in the Depression era, like considering thing, like yeah. people's, um, you know, frugality financial and financial needs. needs, like they had to make the most of everything. So to put together something special, um, maybe for a special event or something like that, with some soda crackers and um, some eggs, you know, um, that uh, was a pretty cool feat and something that we still celebrate. Like like Becky was saying, we um, always do soda cracker pie for Father's Day. So. Uh, really fun, fun tradition. So if you haven't uh, ever tried it, um, ask us for the recipe. Ask us for the recipe because it is, it is the best one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't realize there's so many different options, so many different um, in, like ways to to interpret what soda cracker pie is. Yeah. So because um, we were looking that up, and there's just like some people used to use it kind of as a as the crust, or they'd use it for the fruit because they didn't necessarily have fruit. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so, so they so put many in like dates and things like that, stuff that didn't sound super great, but mm-hmm. but maybe it is because in actuality, does soda cracker pie sound really great? No, probably not. No, but not it really. is amazing. So okay, well that was our week. It was mentors, teachers, and coaches week um, as well. And so um, I think we talked about mentors and teachers and coaches really quick. But does anyone have a coach or a teacher that they want to give a shout out to before we wrap up for this week? That they've had? Uh, Joshua. You. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was your coach. That's right. I was your soccer, soccer coach, coach for the Silver Dragons. Oh, that's right. That was a good year. We won um, a lot of one game. No, we didn't. We won a game. We won one. Yeah. We won the, the whole game. <laughs> yes. So what about anyone else? You. Alyssa. Well, I got two votes. And John. Is it just because it's Father's Day I'm getting all these votes? No, no. you and John. Mine's not you. Oh, because I was your coach for the gym socks. That's Basketball. right. Basketball. Oh, yeah. Alyssa? Uh, my orchestra teacher. I really like her. Mrs. Gibbons. Mrs. Gibbons. No, she, what, what is it about her? Like, why did you like her? Um, She was just really, really nice, and I had her for most of the time that I was learning how to play the viola. So... And she's leaving this year, so it's really sad. So you're also sad? <laughs> yeah. Anna, did you want to say? John. John, we talked about his for coaching. Brother-in-law and coach, and he really is amazing. What about you, Mom? Well, for you, he's our I knew you were going to say that, and I am thinking for one reason Joshua. right now, I'm like... Well, you work with a ton of teachers. Yeah, you but do. What about oh. your teachers? Oh, there's tons of teachers that I work with. <laughs> I have mentioned Evelyn just because that was such a formative time of my oh, life. That's right. Who's Evelyn? Evelyn Harris was the choir teacher when um, when we were at the college. She was in college, and if you ask Evelyn, she will take credit for getting us together. If she hadn't put you in the choir, I guess that may be true. That's probably very, yes. I would agree with that. So, but I would think too, um, my mom and dad, I think, are really great mentors and great teachers. And um, of course, growing up, of course, just with the normal growing up but as they've got as I've gotten older and just seen the love that they have and the unconditional um caring that they offer to people it's just really amazing to me so yeah awesome okay well that was the week of uh the 9th through the 15th this coming week is the 16th through the 22nd and real quick we'll just rattle off the days so if you're listening in real time, then you can think about uh, these things as they come up. Let's say them in a but circle. But today Let's we've got uh, Father's Day, the 16th. Your signature ingredient day. Yes, the 17th. Um, right up by day is the 18th. 
Favorite comic strip day is the 19th. Take a nap day is the 20th, yes. <laughs> Road trip day is the 21st. And for the 22nd of June on Saturday is take a dog for a walk day, not take your dog. Did we say those twice on our we recording or did we go over it? No. No. Mm. Uh, I think we just reviewed If before. we have, apologies. Yeah. <laughs> apologies. So anyway, that's the week coming up. Super excited. I've got some fun fun comic strips to show you guys. Oh, no. Some of them include aliens. <gasps> oh yes! I really love those. I really love yes! them. Yes, I love the strange planet. So anyway, what day are you most excited for, Mom? Road trip day. I've got plans in my brain. Oh you do? Where are we going? Oh, no. Where are we going? I'm like, oh, where are you going? Mom's got some surprises up her sleeve for the twenty first. <gasps> okay, well that wraps it up for us. So I guess uh, how are we gonna sign off on these? Bye. Bye. Peace out. Peace. Till next time. Yo, yo, yo. Till next time. Last time we had a... We had a little ukulele thing. Dying now. Okay. We'll maybe add them later. Okay. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.